Welcome back to Ahmed Yomi, learning Masechus Megillah one Ahmed at a time. Today we're doing 14b, Yudalat Ahmed Beis, the Zuchos, the hostages, the soldiers, and everyone. May everything be ends quickly, soonly, and in a way that's best for Israel. And we are continuing to learn the Agarata. Says the Gemara, beginning on Daf Yudalat Ahmed Beis, we're going through the various Nevios, the female prophetesses, and explaining how we know that they were in fact prophetesses. So we're starting with Abigail. Abigail, who was first married to a man named Navo, and then after he, um, she was no longer married to him, so then she married David. So this story takes place when she's still married to Navo. She's riding the donkey, came down um, by the cover of the mountains. So what happened here with background is that David encounters Navo and asks for food. Navo says no. He declines. Uh, David gets very upset and decides he's going to kill Novel because Novel was more of a Malchus. He should have, he was the, the king and Novel should have fed him. Um, and in a respectful way. Um, so when he goes to find him, Abigail comes out, uh, Novel's husband comes out and greets David. He says, What do you mean by the cover of the mountain? It should say, From the mountains. Meaning, this means to say it involves the hidden part. That is, Abigail brought blood to her. He brought her. Her damnida, not the dam arasa, like brother damnida, and said, "Is this blood that make me tummy, or is it not blood that make me tummy?" As in, when there are di- different shades of blood a woman can have, some make her tummy, some don't. So she brought it to David. So he said to her, um, "Look, I would love to help you, but we don't we don't judge us at night. We need the sun, which is the halacha." So So she gets it back at him. She goes, "And are you allowed to try capital cases at night? Capital cases can only be tried during the day, just like you want. You won't." Uh, you, you won't look at my blood now, so you can't testify or try the capital case on my husband right now. So I'm Allah, David didn't, didn't hold from that. He said to her, he said to her, look, your husband's a traitor, and therefore a traitor does not need to be judged. Rather, a king can just decide if they deserve a capital offense. So she says to him, look, this is still a time period where Shaul is still alive. He's no longer king, he's still alive. And therefore, since Shaul is still alive, your kingship has not spread, or maybe better yet, is your your malchus, your your uh, your rulership has not spread, and therefore it's it's not considered more to malchus yet. David so impressed with his sister, blessed is your reasoning, blessed be you prevented me and this day from coming to bloods. Emphasis on the plural of bloods that you saved me twice from sinning. Um, what does it mean? Two? Where are the two times that they, were, that they came to dumb? So the rather teaches us that Abigail's leg was revealed. When David saw it, he decided he he wanted he wanted to to have relations with her. So he traveled three parsas. Li said to her, "Listen to me." she responded, This should not be a stumbling block for you, and she prevented him from sinning. Zos, meaning this, implies there was there was another time that, that implies it's exclusionary. There was another time where he did in fact sin. And that's what, exactly what happened. So she foretold what was going to happen by saying Zos, this should not happen, whereas it's going to happen, you're going to send up in the future with a woman. Okay, let's continue going through the story of Dov If the soul of my master be bound up in the bounds of life, when Abigail left me, she said to him, God shall deal well with you, my master, and you shall remember, and you shall remember me, your, your handmaid. This is the, 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 the source of the expression, 
While a woman talks, she spins fibers to make yarn. Others say, a goose stops as it goes, but his eyes peer afar, as if she was foretelling uh, what she was ultimately going to end up with David. Okay, next prophetess was Huldah. Uh, so Chilki the priest and Achkam and Achbar went. Okay, the Gemara has a problem. That when, when Yermiel was alive, how can Huldah prophesy? As in to say, he was a dominant prophet, he was the preeminent prophet, who she didn't have the right to prophesy. So He did not object to because they were they were relatives. The problem is why did Yoshio leave Yermio and go to Hulda or have people go to Hulda? Even if they were relatives and she was allowed to prophesy, why would he leave Yermio, who was again the preeminent prophet? So Amr Bar Shila, so they send the caddy of Shila, because women are more merciful than men, and therefore it's unclear. Seemingly, the Marsha says that obviously a prophecy, prophecy is a prophecy. You can't alter it, but she'll have more rahmanas, either more mercy in the way she'll deliver it, or maybe she'll dive in harder that to alter if it's a negative prophecy, and that's what we went to her. Okay. Rav Yochan and Omer, Yermiel was not there, for he went to find the ten tribes that had been exiled by Sancheriv. Okay, we know in the Hadar, how do we know that Yermiel restored the ten tribes? For a seller should not return to the sale. Is it possible that after Yovel had been suspended, Yechesel prophesied that it will be suspended? What's this talking about? The halach is with a concept called Yovel. Every 50th year, there's Yovel, and the lands go back to the ancestral homeland. Yovel is only in is only in uh, play. We only have the laws of Yovel when most of the Jews are living in the land of Israel, and you might also need a Sanhedrin. So you know, there's a lot of talk nowadays that we're almost at the tipping point. We're at the tipping point. We have 51 percent of Jews living in Israel. We might also need a Sanhedrin to establish it as well. Point is that we have when all the Jews were kicked out from Sanhedrin, so then Yovel is no longer in uh, practice. Yet we find Yecheskel comes along and starts prophesizing later, subsequent to Yermiel that Yovel is no longer going to be in practice in a few years. Well, how can that be? It already wasn't in practice. It must be. It wasn't in practice. Then Yerbiel restored it to be in practice. How did he do so? By bringing the Jews back to the land of Israel. And then later, Yerbiel prophesied that it was no longer, it was going to fall out of practice again. And Malamich Yerbiel returned it to return the ten tribes, and therefore Yovel observance returned. Okay. Yoshio ben Amun Malach Alehen, the Yoshio when after Mio returned, did Yoshio and Amon rule over these ten tribes? So this pasuk is found in Nuachim. It says as follows: Yoshio says, "One marker is that that I see." And the men of the city told him, "It's the tomb of the man of God who came from Judah and proclaimed that the things that you've done upon the altar of Bethel." Um, okay. Talking about what? So, this was talking about Yoshio went on this big campaign to destroy all idols, and he gets to Bethel to destroy the idols there, and he says, what is that? Now, what was Yoshio doing in Bethel? Must be Yoshio ruled over them at that time. Okay, another proof was Also in Yehuda, there was a harvest appointed for you when I return 
the captivity of my people. That is, again, he'll be rule over everyone. Okay, next prophet is Esther. How do we Esther the prophet? It's Esther. On the third day, I should have blamed that one, when Esther was uh, clothed in royalty. Do we need to know she clothed up in royal garments? She was cloaked in divine spirit. And the spirit of clothed, spirit clothed Amse. That's in Divra uh, Hayamim. So we see from there, she had Ruach HaKodesh. Okay. Let's just discuss these seven prophetesses. Uh, Yorah, arrogance is not good for women. There were two prominent women had these had some sort of arrogance and they were given these repulsive names. One's name would mean B, Devorah. One name would be Concerned to Vorah, which Devorah is a bee, it says, and she sent and called Vorah, however, she should have gone to meet him instead of calling him. By the weasel, it says, she says, tell the man, not tell the king, and since she was disrespectful, so we call her Hulda. Okay, Umr of let's discuss Hulda a little bit. Hulda was a descendant of Yeshua. It says she was the son of Charchas. And elsewhere it says Yehuda was in Timas Charos. Okay. Ina, the elder, challenges of Nachman. said eight prophets were, were Kohanim, and they all came from Rachav, the innkeeper. Rachav, a famous story that she was the um, innkeeper, or she was a Zona, a, uh, a, a, a um, prostitute. And she was the one who hid Yeshua and Kalev when they came into uh, came into Israel. Interestingly, she ends up marrying Yeshua, according to uh, we'll see. Elohim, these are that she had this, and her descendants ended up being prophets: Neria, Baruch, Shira, Mechasia, Yirmiyo, Chilkia, Hanamal, Yeshua. Okay, Rabbi Yehuda Amar Ab Chulda Hanavi Mudei Be'ash Rachav Adon Haisa. Chulda is also a descendant of Rachav Innkeeper. Ksiv Hacha Ben Tikva, as it says, son of Tikva. And it's written elsewhere that concerning Rachav, the cord, as in Tikva, of the scarlet thread. So we see that she's a descendant of Rachav, so how could she be a descendant of Yeshua? So, and some say he said, Black Vessel, his nickname. We both say the same thing. The Igaria Benasbi Yeshua, because Rachav converted and married Yeshua, and that's how it came to be. Okay. Umi Havi Lezara Yeshua, but Yeshua have any children? The Pasik tells us, Austin Divayamim, Nun Beno Yeshua Beno. His son Nun, his son Yeshua, and then it stops. And doesn't it, there's no more children there. He said, Yeah, but no Lahavile, but no son Lahavile. He didn't have any sons, but he did have daughters. I wish you all a wonderful day.